have seen the dark shadows moving in the woods, and I have no doubt that whatever I have resurrected through this book is sure to come calling for me. The Video Nasties podcast has teamed up with Picturehouse of Fact in Liverpool and Rscreen.com to offer you the chance to see The Evil Dead on the big screen. Tickets are on sale now for the event that's on 30th of April at 6pm. There'll be competitions, an introduction by me and a podcast at the end of the night as well in the bar. For your chance to attend, you need to reserve your seats by the 20th of April. Tickets are on sale now and cost £9. Visit rscreen.com and uh, search for Evil Dead to get your tickets now. Join us. I have never seen a video nasty. I wouldn't. I have far too much. How, how can you judge on a video nasty? Oh, have you never seen one? I actually don't need to see visually what I know is in that film. Hello there and welcome to the Video Nasties podcast. My name's Christopher Brown. I've got a bit of a soft spot for evil speak. It's a strange mix of Carrie telekinesis horror and fear that children with technology will somehow bring about the end of the world. The main ideas behind it are utterly ridiculous, but its themes of isolation, bullying and simmering rage are as ingrained in the human psyche as any other horror. The idea is ultimately that we are all capable of extremes given the right push. And it's a great American fear of children killing other children in the classroom. Evil Speaks core is that hate breeds hate and bullying and isolation can strip away a person's humanity. You just need to ignore the demonic 1980s computer spouting out about the devil that's in the corner of the room. Everyone's known a boy like Stanley Coopersmith. Evil speak. He's the kid everyone used to pick on. Screwed up for the last time, Cooper Dick. Evil speak. You see, everyone thought Stanley was a joke. <laughs> An outcast with no one to turn to. You guys broke my catapult. You're gonna pay for that. No one except man's most advanced machine. Stanley used the power of man to call on the powers of evil. I, Stanley Cooper Smith, command you! Oh my god. And all hell broke loose. Creatures with your strength and force, let them avenge me.
speak. Remember that little kid you used to pick on? Well, he's a big boy now. So Evil Speak, also known as Evil Speaks and Computer Murders, is an 81 horror film written by Eric Weston and Joseph Guarolfo and was directed by Weston. Stanley Cooper Smith is a young cadet at an American training academy. He's a social outcast bullied by all his classmates. He kind of gains solace in uh, from these endless torts and pranks and also by the uh, the bullying that happens by those in power as well um, from a computer. He also has an intense fascination with the occult, leading him to investigate some arcane tone that's hidden away in a crumbling chapel. In his attempt to decipher the text, he feeds it into the computer, which translates the writings into actual working spells. He starts to reel at the possibility of revenge against all his classmates and teachers. And now the demonic forces, once trapped within the book, begin to exert control over his body and mind. Before long, he is able to summon an army of snarling devil pigs to do his evil bidding, and then exert revenge on those that wronged him, which, as I've already probably hinted at, is pretty much everybody in the room. I'm disappointed in you, boy. I can understand if you didn't have what it takes. But your record shows you have an above-average IQ. And what concerns me is your inability to get along with the others. I'd be remiss in my duty if I didn't do all in my power to see to it that you take every advantage of what we have to offer here. Now, I know you miss your folks, but you have to accept the fact that they're gone and make the best of it. We have a mission at this academy, and that mission is to turn out young men for the military. So from now on, I'm going to keep a special eye on you. I'm going to see to it personally that you toe the line. I'm going to make a good soldier out of you or else know the reason why. Now, what have you got to say to that trooper? Huh? Good. You're learning already. Now, I'm a firm believer that words alone are useless. So? I'm going to make sure you remember our little chat every time you sit down this week. But don't worry, you'll still be in there against John Ball Jones Academy. Take the position, boy. Okay, so it's a carry rip-off, and a slow-moving one at that. Clint Howard spends the majority of the film quivering his lip before going completely psycho at the end. For those who who aren't sure who he is, he looks familiar. Clint Howard's obviously the uh, the younger brother of actor and director Ron Howard. He was a child actor, um, starting his career only a few years old, appearing in five episodes of the Andy Griffith Show. Then start, which then starred his older brother Ron. He appeared in things like The Streets of San Francisco, and The Virginian. And also did some voice work when he was younger, appearing as the voice of Rue in uh, Winnie the Pooh and the Honey Tree. 
He's probably best known for his early work as a, in a prominent role in Gentle Ben. He also appeared, from my point of view, as uh, uh, no, notably in it, Rod Serling's Night Gallery as Herbie in The Boy Who Predicted Earthquakes as a quite a, a mysterious man, well, young lad, who um, has incredible powers of premonition. He also appeared in, uh, in various Star Trek episodes as, as, as aliens and whatnot. He's also appears frequently in films directed by his brother Ron, who obviously you know who's done some major roles, um, Grand Theft Auto, uh, Cocoon, Backdraft, Parenthood, uh, Apollo Thirteen. He's in How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and he's also been in some crap as well, such as in Your Balls, Heart of America, and um, he appears in things like Austin Powers. He's been in all sorts. You know, and and as such, he's kind of a he's one of those actors that you kind of recognise, but might not exactly be able to place. I mean, for me personally, you, you know, I know people have talked about Gentle Ben, but for me, you know, he is the character from Evil Speak. But I suppose that's just of when I watched the film and in my you know me uh, introduction to him. Originally, the story was entitled The Foundling. <clears throat> But it was like reworked, and um, and the story was tightened up, and these computer elements are added in. Um, the budget was a million dollars, and it was half given to them by uh, Silvio Tibet, who'd made the Beastmaster series, and the other half was from a group of doctors looking to invest some cash. It was shot quickly in three weeks, using locations in Santa Barbara and a condemned church in South Central LA. Uh, apparently, the Dilapidated Church was superficially renovated, which caused confusion to a priest who thought it was a miracle. The film was a success, despite its notoriety. It earned $400,000 in the first week of its release, which is a, a sizable amount anyway, but particularly impressive considering the fact it was only released in LA and New York. According to Clint Howard, one night after shooting a scene, he drove home while still wearing his bloody cadet outfit from the, uh, from the, uh, the last scene. He stopped at a light and smiled at the woman, and the woman freaked out and locked the doors and drove off. The title "Evil Speak" seems a bit strange now. Doesn't seem to, you know, why why speak? But um, it was uh, a play on, well, not play on words, but it taken from the idea of computer speak, which was a popular way of describing um, the kind of geeky code, what what nowadays we would call coding in terms of. Um, you know, programming in to a, to a computer. Somebody's able to do that. I just wanted to, to, to say, well, to, to tell you, I, I'm sorry. I, I thought you were the best. Out there, I, I thought you should have won. <laughs> no, no, really. I, I thought you should have won. You really mean that, don't you? I do. I do. Well, well, well. Look what we've got here. Our ace soccer player. Getting high, Cooper Dick? Hey, leave him alone, Bubba. Sure, I'll leave him alone. But I'm benching you for smoking dope. <laughs> you, you can't do that. 
The, the coaches, everybody gets to play. That's what sports are for, to make us well-rounded. Make you well-rounded, Cooper Dick. You guys try anything, you're gonna be sorry. Oh, yeah? Let's see how it looks without the pants. Shut up! Shut up! Leave him alone! Shut up! Cut it out! I'm gonna fix you guys! You guys are gonna pay for this! Hey, Cooper you're gonna pay for this! You think that we're gonna lose this game because of you? You got another thing coming. You so much to show your face. And I'm gonna bust you in half! I'm gonna play! You can't stop me! I'll go to the Colonel! You do that, Cooper Dick. You do that. And it's your funeral. And your little dog. I know he's down there in the cellar somewhere. And I'm gonna make sausage out of you, Cooper Dick. You guys touched my dog. God help me, you're gonna get it! Cooper Smith, what is the meaning of this? This is the last straw, Private. Not only are you not going to play in the game tomorrow, but as of now, you are off the team. The film had quite a checkered history in terms of its edits. According to Clint Howard and Eric Weston, the original cut of the film was submitted to the ratings board contained more footage than the current uncut release that we have today, including more special effects, as well as extensions of that bathtub scene and the cadet having his heart ripped out. But the, apparently the, uh, the, these, thing, these elements have gone forever. I know there's talk of uh, a new version of the film being released, but I don't think there's a lot of chance of it actually containing that bit. That's why with the uh, the scene of the... The pigs kind of going at the um, in the bathtub with the with the woman. It, it does kind of just seem to like chop away, um, rather than like you know. It, it seems it doesn't seem like a clean cut for the edit. Despite the fact that the film had been cut, there are some scenes in it which are, you know, obviously the reason why it came uh, into attention of the censors. Most notably, the scene where a naked woman is torn apart by. Uh, demonic wild pigs which is extreme and uh, and as I said it does seem to be uh, kind of edited strangely so there must be more of that and uh, the scene where the heart gets ripped out as well which is a bit much for our uh, UK censorous tastes back in the early 80s Eric Weston himself isn't particularly well known he stars in a, a few um, low-budget and TV kind of things before kind of making the move to directing, and this was his uh, his first directorial debut. Which um, you know, considering it's uh, you know it's it's well it's not it's not bad for a first start. Let's put it that way. Um, he also did Hyenas in twenty eleven and The Iron Triangle as well from eighty nine. As I said, the film's kind of had a checkered history in terms of its cuts. It was released uncut on video on Video Space in August 1983. The distributor later released this with a pre-cut version to try and avoid the nasties. But it was banned as a video nasty in March 84, both cut and uncut versions, and stayed listed throughout the panic, becoming one of collectible DPP-39. 
It was re-released in 87 with three minutes and 34 seconds of cuts. Those cuts were to the violence, but also to the satanic spells as if these were somehow going to corrupt people's minds. All this seems ridiculous considering the actual level of violence on show. The cuts were waived in 2004 for the Anchor Bay DVD release and now the film has passed uncut. If you're interested, if you got one of the video nasties and you want to check that your version is either cut or the uncut version, the quickest way to do it is to check the beginning of the film. If you see a young woman having her top ripped from her in the, uh, the sacrifice scene at the start, you've got an uncut version of the movie. That 2004 version of the movie, it's like a shortened version of, and also like a composite uncut version with different elements, is not a looker at all. It is um, incredibly, um, incredibly just, uh, the, when, the, when it flicks to the violence, it's, it's incredibly ugly. On the plus side, there is a Blu-ray coming from um, Shout Factory from the US, um, which promises a far better looking version of the film, although, you know, usual thing, not as many extras as you'd like. That's out on May 13th. The um, the music is exceptional. Actually, it's uh, it's got that real you know considering for such a low budget movie, uh, that's done by Roger Kellaway and he 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 does well for his low budget there. Um, and the effects, as they are, are a mixture of you know puppets and dummies and and actual you know all uh, masks and whatnot and all the things you normally expect from these kind of films. One last thing that is quite good is, uh, before we finish off, is the fact that, you know, you can have the recommendation of uh, Roger Ebert if you want, but surely if a film about Satanism, the, um, the recommendation of Anton LaVey, late founder and high priest of the Church of Satan, would uh, consider it to be very satanic, in fact, and uh, recommended it some to watch to, the, to his, to his, um, to his followers. Now, obviously, you know, fucking Satanism is ridiculous tosh, but, you know, at the same time, they must have been very pleased that the guy who kind of made up a lot of this shit in the first place, uh, it was all over it like a rash saying, you know, this is the, uh, the satanic movie for you. It's possibly one of the reasons why the film kind of, you know, the BBFC kind of got a bit funny about all the spells and stuff being on the screen and cut those out. And when you look back, though, it just half seemed like a, a ridiculous thing indeed. Cooper Smith? What the devil do you think you're doing? I'm putting you on report! a bit of feedback from Rob Wilson. Thanks so much for getting in contact with us, Rob. Hey, Chris. This is from March 26th post on Facebook. Watch 1981 video nasty starring Clint Howard called Evil Speak. Orphan Stanley Cooper Smith, played by Clint, is the whipping boy of a military academy. Most of the teachers hate him. All the students hate him except for Dwayne um, from What's Happening. 
The main bully Bubba, played by Bob from the 70s show, makes Stanley's life absolute hell. Stanley finds a satanic book and with help from a 1981 computer gets a bit of help from demonic forces. I like Clint. He played a likeable sad sack quite well. I was rooting for this movie, but it just fell flat for me. Once the film ramps up its gore, it's almost over. It's not horrible, they just weren't enough to hold my interest. Interested if you saw the Blu-ray, I watched the YouTube version. Take care, Rob. Uh, I haven't seen the Bluetube and the blue chip, the blue ray version of the film yet i will do uh, i think it's a buy for me that um and i understand why i mean it is really slow and yeah it's quite derivative because of where it's coming from but um as i said i quite like the silliness of the uh, the computer plot and i quite like the um the way it's all being kind of put together and you know, Clint Howard is is cool in it, and you know, I know he's a bit of a professional weirdo, but it it's a nicely put together film, and uh, yeah, I think there might be an element just of nostalgia for it for me, but uh, it's one of those films that was a must rent, I think, back in the eighties, and I think still to this day, you know, it's still to this day, pretty pretty cool stuff. If you want to get a hold of me, please do. My email address. It's videonastiespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can go to the website, which is videonastiespodcast.com, or you can get me on Twitter, which is at orange underscore monkey. Uh, next week, we have got Expose, which is the only UK-filmed Video Nasty, um, which is an odd film. Bit straw dogsy, uh, very strange. Got Udo Kier, gnawing the scenery, so I look forward to talking to you about that. Just to let you know as well, to be fair, that the the, uh, the Video Nasty podcast has hit its fiftieth film, so we are we are well on the way to completion now. So uh, thanks very much for listening this far, and if you if you have followed me all the way through, then uh, thanks a lot for that. Uh, it, you know the numbers going well, and it, I'm really pleased with the way it's worked out. So so thank you thank you all for listening. That that it's fantastic news, and it's it's good to hit the. Uh, well, the, the the only big number we really hit, to be fair, because obviously we'll be we'll be done by a hundred. So thanks again. One last thing: the um, Video Nasties podcast screening of Evil Dead uh, may or may not happen at the moment. We still haven't shifted enough tickets for it to be confirmed. Uh, the deadline is Sunday the twentieth, which is Easter Sunday. So if you are interested and you're in the area, uh, please uh, go to ourscreen.com and search for Evil Dead and add your name to the list and um, it'd be great to see you there so until then and when we get to speak about exposure take care and I'll speak to you soon goodbye I have never seen a video nasty I wouldn't I have far too much how, how can you judge on a video nasty oh, you've never seen one I actually don't need to see visually what I know is in that film. Take the position, boy.